Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now the following is a fourth hand production Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yeah, I guess this one is a little weird, right? Yeah, I've been holding on to this article for quite some time. Like Halloween time. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> I, we we weren't talking about games then, but I was like, yeah, maybe we'll need it sometime. I don't know. It might come up. And lo and behold, it did. It was actually sent by my a friend of mine, Jeremy. He sent it to me. I'm like... Mm. Dude, we don't really talk about games, but I'll hold on to this. Oh, he, he sent it to you back then? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I just held on to it. But this is pretty cool. There's a there's a lot to think about. They're almost creepypasta, in a sense. Yeah. Or maybe maybe there's some kind of SCP thing going on, possibly. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't read through all of them. Uh, maybe we'll get through them all. Maybe we won't. There's 20 of them. Of these game myths. Yeah. But first, my man, what are you putting in your face? Well, remember the other night I sent you a picture and I said, I'm definitely not going to have any of these when we record again? Yes. Well, I didn't. So I had to go out and buy some more. I'm having, <laughs> it's called Extended Jam Hazy IPA from Distill Brewery. It's in Normal, Illinois. Illinois? Illinois? I say Illinois. I think it's Illinois. That's the name of the town? Normal? Normal, yeah. Huh. I kind of want to visit it now. That's what you name your town when it is not normal, when there's all kinds of crazy shit going on. Like, oh, (laughs) this is, no, this is normal Illinois. (laughs) Right. We don't have anything happening. You just drive them by. There's no problems. Unless you embrace everything like the Colorado airport. Yeah. And then just go crazy. That should be one of our short episodes sometime. Just diving into that. Maybe it won't be a short episode. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I guess it depends on how hard we dig. But what are you drinking? I'm having, I did not know this until just a few days ago, that the local beer distributor, well, well, it's just outside of town. They have growlers, and there's three different things they have on tap to fill growlers. And I'm like, what? They got six packs you can make. You get, you pick up cases of beer. You can pick up clearance beer. There's slushies. Ooh, they got everything. The only thing they don't have is food, but that's fine. Just go to get all the beer. Yeah, you just drink your carbs, man. <laughs> you don't have to eat them. A lot. No. <laughs> so I got a growler that has their name on it, 
which I think I might look into how cool would it be to have a growler that says bring on the weird. Yeah, that would be really awesome. Then when you go to get it filled <laughs> up, people will say, oh, what does bring on the weird? Well, funny you yeah, should ask. That's my you. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One of the bars that we frequent, I'm actually a, a mug club member of the bar. We got the mug club, the, the mugs. You bring home the previous one, the previous year one. So I have the 2019 one. And I looked those up. And I'm like, man, it would be so awesome if we had a bring on the weird, like, emblem inside the, the clay mug. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of monies. Oh, is to it? To get two of them, it would probably cost us 75 bucks to get two. Yeah, no. We're not there yet. No. <laughs> We're getting there. I mean, if if some somehow, if we figure some sort of Patreon thing out, or even, no, nah, not a Kickstarter... I would really like to do it through a Patreon, but you can get a, I think a dozen, 12 or 15, I think for $300, whatever it was, but they're, they're all handmade, like pottery, clay mugs. So they're all just whatever design they put on them, like the colors and the way the clay is molded in. It's just a, everyone is just a little bit different. Yeah. Unique. That's cool. Yeah. But if we were to just get two. Because then they would have to make the the emblem, our logo, but in, in the emblem that they kind of fused to the front of it. Mm-hmm. So then it, the whole thing, a lot of that price would be to initial creation of that stuff. Yeah. No, fuck it, man. I'll just start making them myself, you know? <laughs> I'll get a kiln. You're going to fire up the uh, pottery wheel? Yeah, the old school one, too, where you got to, like... Use your foot to power it. And Patrick Swayze's ghost will come behind you and start wrapping his arms around you to help mold it. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even actually say what I'm having. I got the uh, Fatheads Bumbleberry. It's a honey blueberry ale. It's only 5.3%. Uh, brewed with fresh harvested spring honey stolen from some very angry bees. We have the welts to prove it, and infused with fresh blueberries, creating a light, refreshing ale with a nice blueberry aroma, crackery malt flavors, a hint of sweetness, and a refreshing blueberry finish. And dude, oh, it says get get your buzz on. <laughs> now, normally when like these flavored beers, I, I get super excited about all the flavors. Like when I first tried cream ale, I'm like cream ale, I love cream soda. No, no. Not at all. I thought you liked the cream ale. I do like cream ale, and I like cream soda. That's why I started drinking cream ale, because when I saw the name, I thought, oh my god, I love cream soda. But then but I tried the beer, and I'm like, this is just beer. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. But this stuff, this stuff, I can you can actually taste the honey, and you can actually taste the blueberry in it. No kidding. Yep. Well, I grabbed... So I grabbed some beer from the same company the other day and it the can looked the same but it was a, a little 12 ounce can i forget what it was called i can't remember and then when i got home i realized it said it was like grapefruit flavor and it was tart and i'm like eh, i don't know dude it was so fucking bad it well oh it was terrible dude it first off <laughs> You know I don't like that citrus bullshit, the orange and all that stuff. I don't like that flavor. I didn't realize it was that. 
and sours fuck me up and this tasted this tasted like a sour grapefruit with be- oh it was horrible oh no oh no i i don't do grapefruit i mean some people might like it but it was it was grapefruit <sighs> it was bad it was real bad man but this could be my favorite beer ever yeah this could take Dogfish's sp- if it wasn't so fucking expensive, it would take Dogfish's spot at my number one. Yeah, fifteen bucks for a four pack. Come on, let's tone it down. Yeah, I mean it's not even it's not even high alcohol. It's only six point eight percent alcohol. Yeah, if it was twelve percent, then okay, maybe maybe have some talking room. But yeah, I could justify spending a little more money on it. <laughs> let's drop it back to eight. <sighs> anyway, shall we get into this? Yeah, we're bringing back the games. Yes, sir. Well, kind of. Well, sort of. Have you been playing anything? Um, mostly on my phone. The that Final Fantasy game, that tactics type game. Yeah. As for anything else, oh, Epic Games had one they were giving away called Death Coming, and I I downloaded that because it's just a simple game. It was just all kind of pixel art, but you have to set up these little these little events so that people in the beginning you become death's assistant so as the assistant you have to set up these events to collect more souls it, it's a goofy fun game that sounds fun what what is it on is it pc only it, uh, i don't know if it's on anything else at all i know it was free on the epic game store i don't know if it is now that sounds I'll fun look. it sounds like something i would like to play just uh like fuck it so what is it like final destination but cartoony like you set up these things that kills people yeah so the one stage it's it's all one area and there's just a bunch of people moving around the one stage was this museum that had uh an ancient egypt exhibit and then another room there was a coffin with a vampire in it the whole coffin what was the exhibit like a coffin and a couple of tombstones and then another exhibit was uh this weird like sea monster thing for some reason but then there's an outside area too so what you had to do there's a manager of the place when you first come into it there's these burglars that are trying to rob just steal money so death is like use use the robbers to do your bidding so you have to go around and set these different events up on the outside, there was this beehive, and you had to wait for the security guard to get around to the beehive, and there was a couple just hanging out next to each other on this park bench, and there happens to be a catapult out there, but you can't activate the catapult until you get rid of the security guard, so you knocked on the beehive, it kills the three people, the security guard and then a couple on the bench, then you can activate the catapult, it smashes the statue of the manager that's outside, he comes running out of his office to see what's going on, and then he's like, "Okay, well, I gotta, I gotta see what's going on." So he goes back to his office to look at the footage on the security camera, and then you can click the TV. It'll go from uh, like a Paradise Island scene, and then it'll go to these a a pixel scantily clad lady, like a pixel lady in a bikini, mm-hmm. and then it goes to a full moon, and all of a sudden he transforms into a werewolf. He goes on a killing spree to collect souls for you. And then that opens up his office for the robber to come in. I I know. I'm I'm still gone. He comes in, grabs a piece (laughs) 
that goes into this pyramid in the middle of the exhibit. So then you have to stop that robber. So you kill the robber, get that piece that, and then you place it in the pyramid, and then you can wake up the pharaoh. He goes on a killing spree. What the fuck? <laughs> it's it's all these crazy things. It it's a good time. It's like it's, death dominoes. Like just this falls and then yes. boom 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 boom. <laughs> Damn man. But sometimes you have to play the the same stage over a couple times to figure out all these things to do it in. It doesn't have to be done in a specific order. Well, some things have to be done in a specific order. But the way you get to those that order is your choice. <laughs> I ain't about that, man. I don't want to play the stage. That was fun. Over and over and over again. Ah, I guess I would because I do that in like Super Mario Maker 2. I'll play levels over and over and over again to try to get like the world record, try to beat my time, get better, faster. Yeah, sure. So. I guess I would play a stage over and over again. Uh, I mean, it's not. You don't have to do it like a hundred times to figure anything out. You just, you get in there and it, it's fun to, it's fun to just murder these little pixelated people. <laughs> You're like, all right, well, to murder that guy, I'm going to have to do this just right. It does sound really interesting. What is it called? Death Comes? Death Coming. Death Coming. Death, Death Coming. If you open up the Epic Game Store, uh... By the time this episode is out, the next game will be free on the Epic Game Store because Death Coming is free up until May 14th at 11 a.m. I want to bring it up. And then there's actually... Epic usually lets you know what's next, but right now it's a, it's a mystery. One day and 19 hours from now, we'll know. You wake up the vampire and he goes on a little bit of a killing spree. And then you just do random stuff like somebody's sitting under... Right in the reception area... The the receptionist has a a vase with some water in it and a flower. Mm-hmm. So if you knock that over on her computer, and then she comes back to her computer, then you tap on the computer, it'll shock her to death. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the trailer of this death coming. Huh. <laughs> it's funny. It showed somebody was getting ready to cross... Go, go like through the crosswalk and then he clicked on the the red light and it turned green and a truck just floored it and just ran over the the lady (laughs) yeah this looks pretty interesting man i'd have to check this out my laptop could handle something like this Uh, yeah that's why i'm like okay yeah I'll, i'll install this it's good just a little pixel game it'll kill a couple minutes i don't remember my damn login for epic I just, it's just connected to my Google account, so I just click Google and go. Oh, I, boom, nailed it, dude. First try. <laughs> nice. What, that makes me like a ninja or something, right? A hacker. Oh, just yeah. straight hacker. Yeah, watch out, Anonymous. Here I come. <laughs> but now, get the game. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Two-factor authentication. Authenticator? I don't know. I gotta do that. Well. I mean, you can do that whenever. No, it's required. I don't know how much the game is otherwise. Oh, the game is $7 otherwise. It came out in 2017. I don't want to change my password. What the fuck is happening here? Anyway, I'll get it, but I'm not doing it now. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about that haunted Medora's Mask cartridge. What? I know, right? 
Maybe some people don't know what Majora's Mask is. It's the it was kind of the the sequel or like a simultaneous story with uh, Ocarina of Time on 64. Did you ever play Majora's Mask? Nope. I played it a couple times and then that whole timer thing that that kind of bugged me. You know, which I I guess is the same thing with the death coming thing. You got to you know death is coming. So figure out all these things. Nope, it happened. Okay, reverse time. Figure out all these things. Do those things again. Nope, I got to do it right. Here we go again. I think we talked about this in another episode. There was, uh, there's a cryptid that is the Majora's Mask. I guess there's aliens in Majora's Mask. They're based off of that. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, damn it. You know what? I really can't remember. I know we talked about this before. Because the last time I told you, you were like, whoa. But I can't remember what it was. I don't remember what the creature was. No, I don't remember. Nah. But this one is some kind of haunted Majora's Mask cartridge. One 4chan user posted a story about how he came into possession of a blank N64 cartridge with Majora's Mask written across it in Sharpie. The same user then posted photos and YouTube footage corroborating his story. Viewers discovered a completely fucked up version of the beloved Zelda title thanks to the above footage. Actually, that footage is not available. And none of them are. A save file simply titled Ben was already on the cartridge even though the user had never played the title before. That's easy enough to fake, but here's where it gets weird. Ignoring the save file, the user started a new game. No sooner had he begun his adventure when he noticed that all of the NPCs would refer to him as Ben. Weird. But nothing as definitive as being a haunted title, probably just a glitch, right? No big deal. The user deleted the bin file and began a new save file. The haunted cartridge decided, fuck that, and began behaving like something straight out of the X-Files. The game began acting erratic. Music would play backwards for no reason, and his character was followed by a statue of the game's main character. Somehow, the bin file was mysteriously restored with a second, more pants-shittingly ominous save file. The second file was simply titled Drowned. Now there were two save files the user didn't create and every time he played after their appearance his character would simply die and the message you've met with a terrible fate haven't you would appear on screen. It sounds like the new Jumanji movie. Have you Ooh. seen that? Yeah. They play it. I like a, it. <laughs> it's like a yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. I wonder when this uh, this 4chan user, when all this shit happened. Was it before or after Jumanji? That's my question. Right. Because I think that new Jumanji... Well, the first one came out in 2017, right? Like, the first of the new ones. Was it? Yeah, I think 2019 for the second one of the new ones. Like, the rock ones. Yeah, we... we <clears throat> yeah, we saw both in the theater. My wife and I, we both just recently watched... The kids didn't want to watch them, but... I I don't know. If it doesn't have Mario in it, they say fuck it. Mario or uh if there's no TikTok dancers in it, they don't give a shit. <laughs> but I thought they were really good. I thought they were good movies. Yeah, they were fun. And the second one's definitely set up to roll into a third one. Yeah, that's what that's the way it seems. I didn't like the story of the second one as as good, but I thought it was it was really pretty funny the way I guess everybody's seen it by now, right? Like they had the the old yeah. guys 
like The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart were old Danny men. DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny, man. They had to play like they were old men. Like The Rock had to be an old Jewish guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was That was funny, man. <laughs> but what bugged me about the first one was it like in the original I, I guess it made sense but in the original Jumanji they got sucked into the board game and we never saw any of that at all but then suddenly Jumanji came out into the real world and in the the first of these new movies we all we saw was the inside of Jumanji we didn't really really see the real world Jumanji didn't come into the real world at, except as the the video game. Well, until the very end of the second one. That's right. But yeah, they were they were different. You saw the very first one, right? The Robin Williams one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The aunt who's taking care of the kids or whatever is she or is she not in the second of the new ones at the end? She is oh, Nora. I don't know. I swear to God, she is Nora. That owns that restaurant. The, the diner lady. Yeah. Oh. My wife says no. I don't know. I say yes. Without looking anything up, you're, that's what the conclusion. Yes. <laughs> well, I suppose we can move on to another one. Yeah, I was going through trying to f- see which one I wanted to do because I didn't want to do 19. I don't, I don't know. That one didn't seem too interesting to me. Nah, it's the Pokemon kid. Ash Ketchum, blah, blah, blah. We get it. Yeah. He's on an adventure. Ooh. How about but, we go to this one? The Mark of the Beast. Ooh, yes. This says, uh, I guess we should say where we're getting this stuff from, right? Sure, why not? Complex.com slash pop culture slash all a bunch of stuff. But it says, way back in 1981, 19-year-old Jeff Daly died of a heart attack soon after posting a score of 16,000. 660 in the arcade game Berserk. One year later, 18-year-old Peter Burkowski also died of a heart attack moments after cracking the Berserk top 10 high score list twice in 15 minutes. Coincidence? Mm. Some point to the Mark of the Beast 666 being in the score must be proof that Satan had a hand in the demise of the two teenagers. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, but I mean it's that's pretty weird. The one kid, the sixteen thousand six hundred and sixty, you got the six 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 there. But then, uh, old Pete Burkowski, kind of, he also died of a heart attack moments after cracking the top ten high score list. But it, what does six 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 have anything to do with that one? Right, all he did was get past it they didn't say what his score was it's the arcade machine it's not it's not the number as soon as you beat the high score lights out they should check the serial number on that thing Ooh, there you go 666 all over the place there's one i know all me and all my friends tried what laura craft totally naked oh the naked laura croft huh <laughs> yeah did i say laura craft <laughs> Ooh, look at him I don't know. Maybe you got the Minecraft on mine on your mind. That's Robert Kraft's daughter, <laughs> the guy who got caught <laughs> getting a a rubbing tug. The owner of the Patriots. <laughs> oh boy, that that probably checks out for the Patriots. Yeah, 
One of the most prevailing urban legends surrounding video games was the famously non-existent Lorecraft Croft nude code. Rumors began circulating that a Tomb Raider nude code existed when the first title dropped way back on the PlayStation 1. You can imagine that legions of prepubescent boys were scouring every source known to man to find out if there was any truth to the rumors. The internet was flooded with fake codes, but that's all they were. Fake. No official nude code exists, but head over to 4chan and search Lara Croft nude and see what you get. There are endless mods to get Lara into her birthday suit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. No, you don't do that. But not at work. Laura Croft <laughs> is in your car. And not at church. Oh, yeah, don't do that. You don't know what kind of ads will <laughs> pop up then. Some with noises, too. That wouldn't be good at church, would it? Oh, no, 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 no. But I, seriously, the, I guess it was a cool thing to do when we were kids, but <laughs> Laura Croft on PS1 graphics? Yikes. Yeah, those would be some pointy titties, huh? <laughs> Just triangles. That's one blocky butt you got there, Laura. <laughs> just pyramids. Everyone just had like a flat face. But, well, not, they weren't flat. Like, I don't know how to explain it. They were just, yeah, flat. It was like, yeah, it was like <laughs> blocks that were painted with, well, this block had an eye and that block had the other eye and this block had like the nose hole or the left nostril and this this block had the right nostril and and then the another block had half of her mouth and the other block had the other half of her mouth just painted on painted blocks yeah that's kind of funny my wife and i were just talking this morning i don't know why my son had brought up nintendo 64 and then we were talking about how awesome nintendo 64 was when it came out oh yeah and now you look back and you're like, what the fuck was that? Those graphics were terrible. Janky. Ugh. Terrible. <laughs> I used to play this game. Oh, oh, I think it was like Wave Racer or something like that. Wave Rider. Was it Wave Rider or Wave Racer? Yeah, I know I know the one you're talking about. You're on a, a, a wave, you know, a jet ski. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I thought that, that game was awesome. I always use, I use the girl... In pink, because you could control her better. She had the best handling. Yeah. And there was one fat guy <laughs> All who, right. di- he didn't have good handling, but he was quick. <laughs> but you better know where your turn is beforehand. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it re- kind of reminded me of the Hydro Thunder game. Did you ever play Hydro Thunder in the arcades? I got it on my Xbox right now. Do you really? Yeah. I don't know if it was a free game or... Well, it had to be free. I wasn't paying for that bullshit, but <laughs> that was my go-to game for a while in an arcade. If I go to an arcade and a Hydro Thunder was there, yeah. Oh, it was great, dude. It was so fun. It's it was like, oh, what is that damn that old racing game? Where it's so fast. Uh, F F Drive, F Zero, F Zero. It was like that, my, man. It was so like fast paced, crazy jumps, SSX tricky kind of style. Like, oh yeah. Well, oh, have you gone back to play that now? What G four or uh, the original F zero? Yeah. Why do I keep? <laughs> I cannot get it straight. No, I haven't. Uh, I got Nintendo Online, 
and we got the the original NES controls. I I haven't played a lot of the NES games, but SNES games come with it too, and F Zero is one of them. So I was just got my Switch controls out. I'm like, yeah, F Zero is sweet. I'm gonna get into some F Zero. Oh, dude, those graphics are, you know, those like uh. The old thing, like they were a dollar store. They were just a, like little race car game that was just on this conveyor belt <laughs> street map. Yeah, that's basically yeah. all it is. You're just a car <laughs> that's just kind of moving around the street map. <laughs> <laughs> they have a map in uh, Mario Kart. What is it Mario Kart Eight? They have a uh... <sighs> what is it called? F Drive F Four G Four. It's it, zero. F-Zero. F-Zero. There's F-Zero. no... F-Zero. <laughs> My God, why well, can't... I know the game. I can't say what it is. F-Zero. But it's the yeah. uh, Mute City GX or something in Mario Kart? Yeah. Yeah. That is one of my favorite tracks in Mario Kart, dude. Is that the one that... There's no laps. You just go straight through it. You go from one end of it, and then there's like a lap somewhere a third of the way, and then there's another lap point two-thirds of the way, and then you get to the finish. That's the one I like, where it's a, it's a little crazy. No. It's not Rainbow Road crazy, but it's still crazy. I love Rainbow Roads, dude. Not Mute City. Mute City was a different track, right? There's, I'm pretty sure there's two F-Zero tracks in, in Mario Kart on Switch. Oh, there Man. might be. Now I want to go play Mario Kart. Crap. <laughs> I love Mario Kart. I know. Have you played one of the old ones? Uh, now? Yeah. Play an old one now. Oh, no. Terrible. The Super Nintendo one? The the original? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Just, like, coins are just laying on the ground and shit. Like, it was so weird. Oh, yeah, the flat coins. I mean, coins aren't going to be floating in the air. So, coins laying on the ground makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You run them over, then you collect them as you run them over. Yeah. We got magnets on the bottom. Magnets that can pick up coins. And somehow it makes you go faster. Yeah, because it goes in the gas tank. They're nuclear coins. <laughs> <laughs> we're way off these myths and whatnot. That's right. We're still talking about games. True. It's all games. What, you want to take a break? Oh, I guess we should, huh? Look at that time. Mm-hmm. I, I told you we're not going to get through all 20 of those myths. That's okay, because these games are bringing up all kinds of other games in our memory banks. Yep. Break time. See ya. Welcome to this one again. We're in the middle of it. Not welcome to. Welcome back to the middle of the... It doesn't matter. We're here again. How do you know we're in the middle of it? It's a time paradox. Well, I mean... It, we just simply might not be in the middle of it. This second half could be 15 minutes, could be an hour and a half. We don't know. We never know. No, it's true. We'll mess it up along the way. Don't you worry about it. We could be one of the few podcasts that cover specific topics that don't do some sort of script or outline or anything. Like we just improv it? Yeah, like there's no outline. Like we don't say, all right, first we're going to talk about, like, I know a lot of podcasts to like send out a, an outline to the other people, like... Okay, we're going to talk about this part, and then we're going to talk about this, and then we're going to talk about this, and then we're... But we don't do that. Uh, no. We we come into it haphazardly, <laughs> like we're at the bar, having a beer, 
And hopefully people like it. I don't know. And just get into it. Yeah. That's how we roll, man. Just sit back. Listen to this conversation unfold. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. That's true. You don't. You never know. <laughs> like some the connection between Grand Theft Auto V and the Black Dahlia. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe you've stumbled across the WhoKilledLenoraJohnson.com website in Grand Theft Auto V. The site is filled with fake newspaper stories and a trail of breadcrumbs that lead players to an in-game murder mystery. The murder surrounding Lenora Johnson, a fictional actress killed during the golden age of Vinewood cinema, is based on the very real and very famous Black Dahlia case in the 1940s Hollywood. On one page of the site, players are directed to another murder in Los Santos. The murder of Jolene Cranley Evans is strewn with clues on where to find Evans' ghost on Mount Gordo. At 11 p.m., players will find a ghost in the distance, and she looks like that terrifying ghoul up there. She disappears just after midnight. Wow. Has the Black Dahlia case ever been solved? I don't, I don't think it has. I actually don't even know that case. I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't know the case. I could be messing the whole thing up. I don't know the woman's name, so that's one part I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> but I'm, I think, I think what happened was, I mean, it's like that Skinwalker stuff. This they they were this woman was surgically cut up into pieces, precise cuts. That she wasn't just haphazardly like chopped chopped to bits with some combat knife. She was cut up precisely. Wow. That's not at all what I expected. I'm pretty sure that's what it was, and nobody could do. Nobody could figure it out. She was just in pieces somewhere. Maybe I'm completely wrong. How did they know she was in pieces somewhere? Did they find the pieces? Yeah. Damn it. We've got the power of DuckDuckGo on our side. Yep. State of our lives, Google. <laughs> We're gonna have to get rid of Gmail and go to like Proton Mail or something, man. Proton Mail. Yeah. That's the anti-Google. Ooh. I'm sure it's not. Why didn't they make the anti-Google backwards of Google? El Google. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, bl the Black Dahlia was Elizabeth. Her name was Elizabeth Short, and she was really tall. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I thought it was like calling a big uh, guy tiny. Uh, yep. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Hey, go see Little Tony. Uh, little Tony is a little. That's a big motherfucker. <laughs> Her case became highly publicized due to the graphic nature of the crime, which included her corpse having been mutilated and bisected at the waist. I like that. At the waist? Was or like waist up, waist down, or what? Oh, she was uh, cut in half. Yeah, bisected. I gotcha. Right yeah. in half. She's an American woman who was found murdered in the Limert Park neighborhood of Los Angeles, which I think... Isn't G the whole city in GTA Five based on the entirety of Los Angeles? Probably. I don't know for sure, but I think it's something like that. Uh, Shorts on self murder and the details surrounding it have had a lasting cultural intrigue, generating various theories and public speculation. Her life and death have been the basis of numerous books and films, and her murder is frequently cited as one of the most famous unsolved murders in American history, as well as one of the oldest unsolved cases in L.A. County. Has been likewise, it has likewise been credited by historians as one of the first major crimes in post-World War II America to capture national attention. Damn. Yeah, how about that? 
So somebody, whether it was uh, whether she just happened to be in the in the wrong place at the wrong time, or if they were they were targeting her, somebody was targeting her maybe. But what whatever the case may be, she was surgically cut in half. Yeesh. That ain't good. No, no. Well, let's move on to a, a little more fun one, shall we? Gosh, okay. This one is so near and dear to my heart. It's the Madden curse. The Madden curse. I love football. I love it. American football. Get out of here with this soccer bullshit. But <laughs> when Electronic Arts began featuring NFL stars as their cover athletes in the early 2000s, star players were lining up to get a slice of that free advertising. Oh, yeah, girl. That is, of course, until featured cover players started getting injured. For the next several years, every player that was featured on the cover got injured the following season. Sure, football is an inherently violent sport, and maybe we can leave it at that. But most NFL players are more superstitious than gypsies at a swoo. This is not <laughs> PC. This is not the words that bring on a weird. Are more superstitious than gypsies at a swap meet. And they'd probably be quicker agreeing with the curse than most. You unpack that however you want to unpack that. Those are the words of the article. It, it's a, I mean, anyway. look, it's a thing. It's a known thing. When, I mean, it's been known for years. That's a thing. Like, Madden curse? Oh, yeah. Um, among, like, NFL fans, like, we all, I don't know how big of an NFL fan you are. You're, you're just kind of, like... You watch it, but you're not. Yeah, I know it exists. I don't do like all the um, fantasy stuff, all that stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, good, good job, guys. I mean, that was the way to go. Well, I'm not supposed to vote for that team. They did good. That was that was a good one. I couldn't do that. They're the enemy, Will. <laughs> I'm. I used to think I wasn't superstitious when it came to football, but I am. Because I will not wear my jersey on game day. Because every time I wear my jersey, I swear they lose. Oh. And it kills me inside because I love I love the team. I want to wear the jersey. I want to support them. But I can't do it because I can't watch them lose. <laughs> so, so it's only... How does it go? It's only weird if it doesn't work. Right. So you wear that cheese hat. You wear that cheese hat every single time. Take your shirt off. I don't wear the cheese hat. I don't even know where my cheese hat is anymore. And you wonder why they've had a shitty season ever since. <sighs> I know. Fuck. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> Shit, it's man. It's all coming together. Now <laughs> I can't change my underwear until football comes back. <laughs> and it might way, not... There's not going to be a football. <laughs> I know. It might not even come back. My wife is going to be mad. Because <laughs> the underwear. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, not because there's no football, but <laughs> no. because you've been wearing these stink-ass undies. I can smell your poop, and I'm in the kitchen, and you're in the basement. I can smell your poopy ass. <laughs> it's in the walls. It's in the walls. Get it out of the walls. We got to tear the carpet up now. <laughs> you nasty. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Uh... Here we go. How about this one? This seems seems fun. The title of it is Saddam Hussein and Guidance Ships for WMD. Oh, I like I right. I did read this one. I like this one. <laughs> I've never heard of this, but 
In late 2000, reports emerged that formerly not-dead Iraqi President Saddam Hussein was stockpiling PlayStation 2 consoles. Okay. Land party. Weird. That's one hell of a land party. (laughs) The PS2 had been released earlier that fall and had a huge number of consoles... And a huge number of consoles had made their way to Iraq. More than 4,000 consoles had made their way overseas in a few scant months. The system seemed harmless, but then reports surfaced that Saddam Hussein was stockpiling the consoles for their CPU chips. Which I've seen before, like, when that, when those came out, I think the military built, like, supercomputers out of the parts of a PS2 because they were cheap. Really? Yeah, I think it was PS2, PS3. I think I think they've tried it. Like they would just get all the parts out of them and just build these mega computers out of the spare parts. Well, not even spare. They just bought the systems new or you know a military discount or whatever, and just started building these massive computers. Wow. Well, the PS2 was an incredible machine when it came out. Yeah. Like oh my god, DVD player. <laughs> what was it? It wasn't Blu-ray, right? It was DVD. Yeah, that PS2 was just DVD. Yeah. But it was awesome. Man, it was a good time. Yeah. Was that the... No, I think it was a PS1. There was some game, I think... Was it Monster Hunter? If you put in... You load the game up, and somehow it's... Whatever's happening in the game, it's reading stuff off the memory card. So you're still kind of in-game. But then you can put in different music CDs, and it would read the fact that it was a specific CD, like uh, whatever the Rob Zombie album was at the time then you would get a zombie character in your game. What? Yeah, stuff like that. How cool was that? When you say PlayStation 1, do you mean the original PlayStation or Yeah, with those PS big-ass memory cards. Because PlayStation went through a thing where they, they were kind of like uh, Microsoft, where they, they got fucked up there. Because then they had, they had the PlayStation. Then didn't they release a PS1 that was small? Yeah. Uh, I... After the PS2 came out, they're like, I guess we'll just start calling the old one PS1 or PSX. But there was a teeny tiny one. Yeah, but that wasn't the original. It was something new they came out with, right? It, but it was based off of the original? I'm pretty sure it was the same thing. Maybe it had a couple extra chips of RAM in it. But, I mean, it was pretty much, it didn't play anything greater than PS1 games. And it couldn't play PS2 games. It's like when they do the, all this slim bullshit now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's That's a PS3. Just... Next year, you get the PS3 slim. Like, what? I, what, motherfucker? I just spent all this money on the PS3. Now you make a skinny one? <laughs> right. A prettier one? It's like the fucking Xbox One. Then they come out with Xbox One X. It's not much different. It's just a, it's just smaller. Uh, it, I mean, you know, a little, a little more powerful, but... Other than that, yeah, they just, it's the same fucking thing. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, well, now there's the Switch and there's the Switch Lite. Well, the Switch Lite is different. Because it doesn't switch. Right. My son wanted it's it. dumb. No, it's dumb. My son wanted it, and I kept trying to explain. Like, I get you want it. It's newer. You got all these colors. Looks cool. But I was like, you can't disconnect it and play it on the TV. He said, well, I only play it handheld anyway. I said, yeah, but if you spend that money, you want the option to disconnect and play it on the TV. Like, yeah, that's like paying, 
Can you imagine when Game Boy come came out and you had to pay a fucking arm and a leg for it? You know what I mean? Like, it, like it's just a it handheld. Just, thing. You had to. It said under a light to play it. <laughs> yeah. Go play in the dark. You had to rest your arms on something. You couldn't just hold it up because it weighs sixty five oh, fucking pounds. <laughs> Four AA batteries in it. No, dude. Yeah, you play that thing all day. You come out looking like John Cena, big ass motherfucker, man. Your arms are huge. <laughs> got pythons. You got double pythons. Look at my forceps. Oh, forearms. <laughs> you gotta clip, click them together when you come out. Look at my forceps. <laughs> oh lord. Telling you, look at my forceps. You gotta click them together. Those are nice forceps, dude. <laughs> it's because I played Game Boy when I was a kid. Oh. You can play hours and hours of Pokemon Red to get four steps like this. You know, I never... <laughs> this is embarrassing. I never owned the original Game Boy. I, you're probably in a... Not a generation, but in a year where, like, that wasn't really... Man, you just kind of missed it. Yeah, I had the Game Boy Color. Yeah, okay. It was purple. You could see through that bish. Play some Pokemon on it. I loved Pokemon. I loved it, dude. Pokemon was awesome on the original one. Game Boy Color. But it didn't do much for Pokemon, the original Pokemon, but... Yeah, it... Game Boy Color was great, man. It was so... I remember I used to take it to school. Used to fucking hide it in my backpack. There you go. You trade games with your friends. That was back in the day when, like, you weren't just downloading games to your device. Hey, you can't do that now. Yeah, I mean, you can. You can still buy it. A physical copy of a game. But why the fuck would you? Half the time when you buy a game now, you still gotta download most of the bullshit to your system. You might as well just download the whole game. Yeah, exactly. As soon as you put the game in, there's an update. Like, alright, I'm excited to play this game. Here we go. Put the game in. Update required. Yep. It'll be ready in 9 hours, 15 minutes. What the fuck? It's 20 gigs. Yeah. Like, I bought the game. Now I gotta erase games on here to... For 20 gigs worth of bullshit? <laughs> All I have left is Spider-Man. <laughs> it's really hard that, to choose which game you delete, too. Right, so, because you're like, I want to play that one again. Well, I get, yep, I want to play that one right now. But uh, you lose all your progress in it, or do you? I guess there's cloud saves now. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I got to hand it to Microsoft and Sony. I don't know so much about Nintendo. I imagine Nintendo is the same way. When you delete a game that you've already bought, you can still download it for free, which is... Yes. Thank God. It's tied they to your account. Yeah, thank God they don't make you buy the fucking game again. Because nobody w- would delete shit. No. Probably not, no. And you spend 60 bucks on a game, and you're like, oh, I want this new one, but I gotta delete this one. It's... Then you gotta pay an... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me finish his thought here on Saddam Hussein and the PS2s. Oh, okay. Uh, He was stockpiling the consoles for their CPU chips. The reason? The myth has something to do with making the chips work together as a strung-together missile guidance system. What? After the initial freakout, people realized that, yes, you could marry all those 128-bit processors together, but the software needed for something like a missile guidance system was so far beyond anything Iraq was capable of, of developing that it was better to just let him uh, get invaded. See, <laughs> that sounds cool. Like, nah, they couldn't do it. 
I don't believe it. I mean, no. It seems, uh, but I mean, why else would they send four? Why else would they buy four thousand PS2s to go over there? Yeah, like <clears throat> we look at a lot of these leaders in the Middle East, like like dopes. But I mean, even Kim Jong Un, we look at him like a dope. But they got to be somewhat smart. They have to be somewhat smart and understand the real world in order to be a leader. He True. knew he knew what they had. And he knew what could be done with this thing, with, you know, all these. And I think they're just trying to say, oh, no, no, he couldn't do it anyway. Don't worry. Oh, whew, thank God. Hey, thank God, Mr. President, we got him. Whoa, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like they turn yeah. around and they're like, shit, man, we dodged a bullet on, well, we dodged a missile on that one, huh? <laughs> got him just before he hooked up all the missiles to the PS2s. <laughs> Some, what was that movie? War Games. Did you watch War Games? Matthew Roderick? Nah. That was a good movie. It was 80s. 84, maybe? But it was like an AI computer system that just wanted to play a game. But it was playing like Missile Command, so it was going to send out everybody's nuclear arms. It was connected to everybody in the world. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. Yep. So then old Matthew Broderick just came in and decided, yeah, how about we just, let's just play some chess. Calm down. Calm down, computer. Let's just play some chess. Isn't that Ferris Bueller? Yes. See, nah, I can't take him seriously, man. <laughs> Not since Ferris Bueller yeah. at all. <laughs> he stereotyped as Ferris Bueller forever. Have you heard that weird Ferris Bueller conspiracy? I know. No? That, I know this is a game one. You haven't heard Go it? No. The whole day, Ferris... And what's her name? Mia? Okay, that sounds good. They're figments of Cameron's imagination. His imaginary friends? Yeah, because Cameron is so... He's so reserved. He's so opposite of Ferris that he imagines the whole day in his head and that he is Ferris, like, like, dancing on floats. He's got the hot chick. Like, all that. Because... (laughs) At the end of the movie, does, I mean, he's just alone in his house, right? Oh, dude, it's been so long since I've seen that movie all the way through. Yeah. it. I was like, what? That is crazy. <laughs> but that's not a video game. <laughs> so. It could be. I could have. I should have saved that for all, all dude. Fuck. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, where do we go from here? Well, how about Fallout 3 predicting the future? How about that? Fallout anything predicting the future is probably not good for anybody. Uh, well, especially not with a name like Fallout. But this says Bethesda's Fallout 3 was a marvelous post-apocalyptic RPG. Not a ro- rocket-propelled grenade, a role-playing game. It doesn't say that, I just made that up. But was it also capable of telling the future? Throughout the game, players pick up radio signals in the wasteland of former Washington, D.C., the function of the radio serves as a means of broadcasting old pop songs, updating missions, and generally working to build a fuller game world. Okay. The device also predicts the future. Occasionally, a series of numbers, which sounds like Morse code, will broadcast broadcast through your pet boy. The story goes that the code predicted the Deepwater Horizon oil rig disaster right down to the day and hour. What? 
<laughs> That's what this says. I don't know. I didn't dig into it. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. What? I mean, I guess you could probably read anything into it if you really want to. I, that's the thing. That Just like Nostradamus. Yeah, as soon as you start seeing, as soon as you start thinking about the number 19, you're going to see 19 everywhere. Right. As soon as you get a new car, a new Chrysler, whatever, you're going to start seeing the same exact thing every single where. Exactly. Everywhere. Yeah. So... So if if you just start associating events with that particular thing, you might just end up finding something associated with whatever you're looking for. You're going to assign it to it because you're looking for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I said, the the whole the Nostradamus thing. Like he you can be very vague and then people start like saying like, "Oh, maybe he meant yeah, maybe he meant this." Yeah. yeah. It's all about the interpretation. I mean, it's the same thing in the Bible. You can interpret it a thousand different ways. One preacher is going to say it's one thing, and another preacher is going to say it's a whole other thing. That's why there's so many denominations. Exactly. It's all, honestly, history in general could be open for that. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Uh, the winners write the history. Yeah. Weird. How about... Government mind control and weaponized epilepsy. Ooh, we doing that now? You want to save that one for last? Let's do it now. All right, well, you want to do it now? Yeah, fuck it, we'll do it now. This one is did great. We talk, yeah, did we ever talk about this? I know I looked into it, or maybe, I don't know. I know I've heard, I've heard this before. Yeah, I've I've looked into it. I've listened to podcasts, whole podcast episodes on it. Yes. It is very, very interesting. Yeah, if you like dig into this whole thing, it's very... You're like, can it be true? And you're like, no, that's complete bullshit. No, wait a minute. There's some of it that maybe... We could probably skip Alt-Alt and do one on this. No kidding. <laughs> it, I mean, it's not a long one, and it's it's very interesting. Sure. You want to not do it right now? Well, I think we have to now. I think we told them enough about it. I think they're anticipating it. <laughs> they're on the edge of their seats now. All right. Uh, well, how do you pronounce this? Polybius? I say Polybius. Polybius. I've heard Polybius, but I that doesn't that sounds like a, a redneck to me. Y'all over there playing that Polybius? <laughs> you know? Turn a Hindendo off. It's time for dinner. <laughs> over there playing that Mario? <laughs> Papa, he's Super Mario now. Now he's fighting a Bowser. <laughs> Paul, that's a Bowser. That's Bowser. Look like Bowser to me. <laughs> Bowser the clown. <laughs> Was he a turtle? Look at it. He's just a big turtle. The spikes. Bowser the clown. Where the fuck he get them spikes? Some mad scientist. <laughs> He walking on his hind legs and shit. <laughs> Sue Ellen, give me my twelve gauge. <laughs> gotta shoot me a critic. I got a bozer to kill. <laughs> his motherfucker got spikes on his back. Polybius was an arcade cabinet was released in incredibly limited numbers in the early eighties. <laughs> 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 we cannot read the whole thing like that. 
No. 75 of our listeners just turned it off. Now we have negative 75, just like we had yesterday. <laughs> I was thinking negative 80. I thought we were at oh. negative 5 already. <laughs> Polybius was an arcade cabinet released in incredibly limited numbers in the early 80s. While that's not strange on its own, what was bizarre was how the game was only released in a few neighborhoods in the surrounding areas of suburban Portland, Oregon. Polybius would cause players to suffer vivid nightmares and, in some cases, suicidal tendencies. Yikes. Ooh, I wish I had my darkness. I wish I had my dun 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 ready, but I my, <laughs> I'm not plugged in. Oh man. I know. Thanks to a violently powerful strobe effect in the cabinet, players would also find themselves fighting epileptic seizures. Polybius vanished and has retired to the realm of conspiracy. Some believe the cabinet was released by DARPA, the same government agency behind MKUltra and those killer robot videos you all you see all over YouTube. To test response to psychoactive machines. That's what it was for, I guess. But, but why? Why were we testing the response to psychoactive machine? Well, to prepare us for something else. Yeah, so they can go out on the battlefield with just a giant fucking 110 inch TV and there's just like flashing shit, and all the other soldiers are like, turn the gun on themselves and, <laughs> you know. Oh, so hold on. Let's unpack this for a second. If you were to set up a strobe light that messed with your mind, but then you set a the sound of an automatic rifle to the strobe light, there's no actual bullets coming out. Ooh, I like where you're going but with this. It breaks your mind in such a way that somehow you're you turn on yourself or you turn on your fellow comrades. Okay, that's not where I thought you were going with this. That's some mind fuck. Okay, where where are we going? Where where are you? I thought you were going that it sounded like it matched up with the automatic gunfire to the point where they would retreat, thinking they were being fired upon. Thus, us saving ammo. You know what I mean? They're gonna run like crazy, thinking they're they're being shot at when they're not, and then we save ammo, which saves our uh, our you know our our bill our debt our fucking whatever okay what if they ever actually did something like that dude if we just thought of it you know damn well they've already tried it <laughs> it's a smoke screen in a different different way there's smart people there's actual smart people out there and <laughs> you know here i am a dummy sitting in my basement drinking beer wishing just wishing a fucking asteroid would land on my house and end all this bullshit this corona bullshit <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and now, and now we figured it out. War is all crap. We figured it out. It's just strobe lights and sound effects. They did that back in the day. There was a fake army. Did you know that? What? No. Huh? I think it was in World War Two. They set up a fake army way south. They had inflatable tanks. They had all kinds of fake bullshit. They what? were actors, dude. They drew the Germans that way, and we fucking flanked them from the north. What? Yes. I know about, like, body doubles and, like, body, or, um, fakes. I guess they were fakes. They weren't really body doubles in a sense. Like, the general, whatever, the actor from Australia, he kind of fucked some stuff up. Who? I can't remember the guy's name. But there was kind of a a big thing going on, and 
the Germans thought he was going to be in one place. The, the actual general or colonel or whatever, they thought he was going to be in one place, but he was actually going to go to another one for for like a more secret mission. So they put the actor in place to go to this meeting where the Germans thought he was going to be. Like they, they misinformed yeah. the enemy. But then the actor, the Australian actor who looked just like this American higher-up officer fucked things up. He, the actor would smoke and drink, whereas the journal would not. The guy walked in, he's like, crikey! Like, oh, whoa, hey. <laughs> well, hold on a minute there. No. He, like, walked in with, like, a, st- a stingray barb through his stomach. Oh, too soon? <laughs> Is that too soon? I don't know. It's messed up. <laughs> Look at I can use a stick! <laughs> <laughs> he had, like, a marshmallow on the back of it. He, like, started backing up to the fire. To ro- <laughs> yeah. God, that is fucked up. <laughs> Fucking DD Mega Doo Doo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a fruity and slip. <laughs> Even Stranger reports that once a week, men dressed in black would come through and collect the data stored on the game's memory. So they were watch like, like what data? Just the the initials? How how could they pinpoint these kids who were actually getting the high scores? The ones that didn't fall over in a in a puddle of their own saliva and urine? Yeah, I don't know, man. Because it was in the eighties, so they could have the technology that we had or that we have now. To be honest with you, they're what thirty, forty years ahead of us. So True. they could they could have had a little camera in there watching like. Yo, who's the dopest, baddest motherfucker here? <laughs> who's here, like, you know, you're playing, like, Space Invaders, and, like, oh, yeah, who is who is just destroying those fucking aliens? <laughs> who is so mind-strong, such strong willpower? They got past all these lights. Yeah. Didn't bother them one bit. Little camera, facial recognition, probably reading your DNA off the fucking joystick, your fingerprints. Yep. They found him. Yep. And then if you do pass out, you piss your pants. It vacuums, like a little vacuum comes out. (laughs) Sucks up your piss. Analyzing urine. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that's a hell of an arcade machine. Like some kind of Transformer stuff there. Yeah. That one is really interesting, though. The whole mind control or uh, was it? That's what they're trying to do. Mind control or epilepsy? Who who can get past the epilepsy to be controlled? Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know, man. It is really really strange. There's some people. Are we gonna do an episode on this or not? Like, because I was gonna just say some shit, but I don't. Yeah, I, we could do an episode on it if you want, or at least a part of a little this, little that. Yeah. All right. Well, I won't say what I was about to say then. That's a cliffhanger. <laughs> da, da, da. And that's where we're going to end it, probably. Yeah, we should probably end it there. Whew. Wow. Yeah, we should. <laughs> uh, do you ha- know any gay myths that we didn't cover? Let us know. Bring on the weird at gmail.com. You get us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those places. Send us a DM. Just reach us. Get out. Get a message to us. Talk to us. Yeah, exactly. Go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating, but don't review us. Don't do that. No. What should we? What are we asking for this time? 
What are some weird game myths that you've heard? Game conspiracy theories, fan f- nah, not fan fictions. We don't want those. <laughs> oh no no no! We'll get a lot of Lara Croft stuff, dude. <laughs> Professor Oak and Ash's mom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like what are what are some that you heard? Some that you know of? Let us know. Let us know. If you would like some dope ass merch. You go to myconspiracytees.com slash bring on a weird. Get you a hoodie, a t-shirt, whatever you like. There's all kinds of stuff on there. Get whatever you oh, want. Oh, yeah. I haven't done a new design here in a little while. We might come up with something here. I don't know. We're coming into coming into spring. Actually, we're coming out of spring, sort of. We're midway on the other side of halfway. Yeah. Yeah, we're further than midway. We'll figure something out. So hard to work on new designs, man. When the the weather's getting nice, like you don't want to be oh, inside. I, no, you're you're right. I don't. I gotta go mow. To be honest, right now, uh, I should have over the weekend. Yeah, weather was actual poop over the weekend. There's turds coming out of the sky. It was a mess. Yeah, I got to mow too. I told my wife. I said I'm waiting till Friday. Fuck it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What was the other thing? Oh, Patreon. Oh yeah. If you want to have these episodes. Without the commercials, without the ads, and without the promos, patreon.com slash bring on the weird and give us a couple bucks a month. Yeah. And if you want them unedited, we'll do a $5 tier just for you. Whoa, unedited. <laughs> All the crap. Actually, I might edit this out. We haven't talked about that yet. I just just now <laughs> threw it in. So <laughs> stay weird, world. We'll see you guys next time.